This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. He, he wants <laughs> nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out along with Brady Cannon talking some NFL and Brady's uh, best bets each and every week right here on the Sports Better's Paradise. Let's get right to it. And for the trade deadline uh, slash injuries in the NFL have changed the landscape uh, quite a bit, especially at the quarterback position. That's where we start. Uh, in Atlanta, as Atlanta is a four-and-a-half-point favorite against Minnesota. So Desmond Ritter lost a fumble again, and he was benched for the first time. Taylor Heineke, four out of five drives, produced points in a losing effort in Nashville against those love-you-blue uniforms. And so they made the switch uh, to him at quarterback. This is funny because this is right after Ritter averaged 300 yards a game passing, but those turnovers – uh, just something that they had enough with. They'll go to the switch there at 4-4. Four and four. Minnesota, most durable guy around, uh, Kirk Cousins. Well, he's out for the year as he tears his Achilles after a great performance on Monday night against San Francisco and a really good win in Lambeau before he got hurt. So Atlanta is now 4.5 over Minnesota. They'll start up the young rookie uh, for the, uh, the Vikings. Atlanta 4.5 at home, Brady, against Minnesota. Both teams with quarterback adjustments. Yeah, and adjustments, I think, is the key word here. First of all, I think we can probably all agree that Minnesota is the better team. Uh, In my power ratings, I have Minnesota four points better than the Atlanta Falcons. And then when I crunch all the numbers, I come out to Minnesota a favorite in this game between two and a half and three points. And then, like I say, adjustment. You have to make the adjustment for the absence of Kirk Cousins and Taylor Heineke replacing Desmond Ritter. And then we see this line come out at four and a half. And with my number being what comes out to exactly 2.8 in favor of Minnesota, and then you have this line at 4.5, even some fives out there on the Atlanta Falcons, you're talking better than a full touchdown adjustment here. And again, I go back to that word adjustment. I I don't think that adjustment is accurate. Uh, Jaron Hall, we know, has been a pretty decent quarterback from BYU. He's a little bit more mobile than Kirk Cousins. I think they will uh, dumb down the game plan for him and just keep it simple. We know he has good weapons, TJ Hawkinson. And then, Jimmy, one of the biggest things in this game, I think, is the fallen hero theory. Uh, You know how it is across all sports. uh, When a star player goes down, the rest of the team really plays inspired football in that very next game, inspired basketball, baseball, whatever it is. In this case, it's the Minnesota Vikings with Kirk Cousins going down. Their season was really on the upswing. They were having hopes of making the playoffs, and now all of that has come crashing down. I think this team will respond with a huge 
huge effort on Sunday in Atlanta. I think the defense will really step up. I think they will support the rookie quarterback, Jaron Hall. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, the head coach, I think he'll have a great game plan for the new quarterback. I think this team will come out guns a-blazing against the Atlanta Falcons, who, you know, really aren't that good of a team. And I, and I don't think there's much of adjustment at all for Desmond Ritter versus Taylor Heineke. I don't really know if it improves him. I don't know if it downgrades him. It's, it's probably about the same. And again, by and large, Minnesota, by my estimation, is the better team. And now you get an inspired effort rallying the troops around the, yucky, uh, the young quarterback and, and playing for their guy, Kirk Cousins. I would actually be surprised, Jimmy, if Minnesota doesn't win this game outright. We'll take the four and a half points, um, but I'd probably put a little bit on the money line as well. I think you're going to get a heck of an effort out of Minnesota. Now, what happens going down the road? Life without Kirk Cousins could change, but this spot right here this week, I like Minnesota plus the points, and like I say, I think they'll win the game. Yeah, a lot of uh, people uh, mentioning Atlanta now, like as survivor pool picks and things Ugh. like that. Think it's I, scary. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 you know, and and cousins have been playing well, and so boom, that's that's the general reaction when and well, the the line is kind of built into the overreaction, uh, if you will, uh, with uh, with cousins going down. But Minnesota very early when they were losing these one score games out the shoot. Um, Cousins, it was perceived that he was not – it was the last year of his deal. They didn't sign a, a, an extension, so this was probably going to be his last year uh, in Minnesota. So, And a lot of people wondered if they were a seller or a buyer once he went down. Daniil Hunter was having an outstanding year, tied for the league in, uh, lead league in sacks. Um, well, they stayed. Flores' defense is, seems to be getting better and better, uh, learning to his uh, new personnel. And, yeah, the fallen hero is is real. As far as the adjustment right now, the odds makers are taking a wait-and-see look. Exactly no change from Ritter to Heineke as far as their point spread value slash power rating. So we'll see. It can go up or down. It's funny, the things that, uh, that Ritter – is struggle with the most well Heineke had a lot of turnovers oh, yeah. as well and so it's it but at some point they had to sit the young quarterback and the one that really kills me Brady she's coasting in the end zone at Tampa for a touchdown mm-hmm. and he, man get past the goal line you're not you don't have enough skins on the wall to coast in there <laughs> and lose your team seven points by trying to be too cool for school so uh they're gonna sit him down uh still uh only 12 career starts uh, our buddy Mike Lombardi says, we've got to wait for 20 starts before we uh, formulate a strong opinion long-term. So we'll see. So Atlanta, four and a half against Minnesota, taking Minnesota in the points at live dog. Money line alert there as well. Get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. That's brought to you by our friends over at Bet Rivers. All right, the punt. The punt versus points ch- champion, the Jets. That's right. More point, uh, punts and points in the uh, in their game against the Giants. 24-23 to 23 now. And the Chargers. The Chargers took care of business. And here's the tease with Justin Herbert. Man, he looked fantastic against that poor uh, Bears defense. And they win comfortably. So now they go to New York for Monday Night Football. We just can't get enough of these Jets on uh, primetime. They'll stay with that Jets-Raiders Sunday night game the following week. Chargers on the road here, three-and-a-half coast-to-coast trip to the Meadowlands on Monday night. 
Yeah, Jimmy, you know, you think about Justin Herbert against Zach Wilson, and it looks like a mismatch, but let's take a look at what Zach Wilson has done. Uh, he beat Josh Allen earlier this year. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes in a loss to the Chiefs. He responded by beating Russell Wilson the following week, and he's also, by the way, beaten Jalen Hurts. So, you know, facing Justin Herbert is really nothing new for the Jets and Zach Wilson, and you mentioned it. The Chargers are road favorites going across the country on Monday night, laying that extra hook, three and a hook, against the New York Jets, who are on a bit of a roll. And they've, won, they've now won three in a row. And we've talked about it on this program a number of times, Jimmy, uh, with teams going into the bye week that are on a roll versus teams going into the bye week that are struggling. And those teams that are on a roll going into a bye week, typically I like to bet against them on the other side. That was the Jets last week. They had won two in a row. They went into their bye. They come out on the other side and they take on the New York Giants. And they stubbed their toe for sure. You talked about it. More punts than points. But they were able to escape that game with a pretty miraculous victory. So that's even better. The momentum that was halted because of the bye now picks right back up again. This team has won three in a row. You also talked about it. The Chargers looked like what we expect always out of the Chargers. Nearly perfect in that game against the Chicago Bears. But let's remember, this is the Chicago Bears. With Tyson Bagent at quarterback rather than Justin Fields, I have them rated as the worst team in the NFL. A porous defense, like you mentioned. An offense that was not able to get out of their own way uh, against the Chargers in that game, and the Chargers handle it comfortably. And now we're probably getting an elevated number a bit on Los Angeles because the way that performance looked. Going to be a whole different animal facing a top 10 defense in the New York Jets, a more potent offense that has more players at skill positions, a better running game, a better quarterback. So I'll gladly take the three and the hook the three plus the hook here with the New York Jets. When I crunch all my numbers here, I make the Chargers a one and a half point favorite in this game. So getting three and a half, I think is a real gift here. I talked about Minnesota catching four and a half. I think they'll win outright. I think the Jets are going to win this game outright and make it four in a row as well. All right, the Jets plus three and a half. Monday night football release uh, right here uh, with Brady. Now let's get to your teaser this week, your final play. And we'll start with a couple of games. Cleveland minus eight, and then Buffalo plus two. You're going to tease Cleveland minus eight down to minus two, and then just the opposite, Buffalo plus two to plus eight. And uh, against uh, Arizona, Cleveland at home against Arizona. Clayton Toon, another quarterback adjustment. He will make his first start. And then a quarterback adjustment, Joe Burrow, very healthy. And this is that rematch game of the game that was uh, canceled for primetime last year for DeMar Hamlin. So you're looking at Cleveland minus two and Buffalo plus eight. Little Wong teaser here for your final submission. Yeah, I, I like the way this sets up. You mentioned the Wong teaser. We crossed those key numbers of three and seven. First of all, the Cleveland Browns coming off of a really tough loss on the road at Seattle last week, a game they really should have won. And now they return home, a little bit of chip on their shoulder after, after that bad loss, and they get to face the Arizona Cardinals, which is a bit of a gift. Just my power ratings here, I make Cleveland a 10.5-point favorite over, like you said, the Clayton Toon led Arizona Cardinals. Joshua Dobbs traded to the Minnesota Vikings. Kyler Murray practicing 
I don't think he'll play, even if he does a lot of rust, you know, to get across with the Kyler Murray, who hasn't played in like a year and a half or so, it seems. Um, but I'm not really worried about that. I think we're going to get Clayton Toon in this matchup, and uh, it's going to make life very difficult for Clayton Toon making his first NFL start with Miles Garrett and that Cleveland Browns defense on the other side of the ball. Uh, they ought to be able to tee off on this guy when you still have James Conner out of the lineup for the Arizona Cardinals. It really limits their offense, what they can do. And now you put Clayton Toon back there who doesn't have a start under his career belt just yet, and that probably further limits this offense. So I think Arizona's in a real tough spot here. Cleveland gets right with a victory, and we're taking it down under a field goal. So basically, we're just asking them to win this game, win by three or more points. Uh, I think they can handle that pretty comfortably. And then as for Buffalo... My power ratings in this game come to Cincinnati minus a point and a half, which is where this game opened. And I think the odds makers, when they opened this game, felt kind of the same way I do, that these teams are basically equal and we're going to give Cincinnati a point and a half for home field advantage. Well, now we've seen this adjust up to as high as three and now back down to two a little bit. Now, Cincinnati certainly on a little bit of a roll. Joe Burrow looks completely healthy, but... This Cleveland team still, or excuse me, Cincinnati team still has a lot of issues. Uh, they are 24th in the NFL in yards per rush attempt, and they are 30th in the NFL in yards per rush attempt allowed on defense. In yards per pass attempt, they are 29th on offense, or excuse me, they are dead last on offense and 29th in yards per pass attempt allowed on defense. And then they struggle on third down as well. 24th in the league on third down on offense, 24th in the league on third down defense and trying to get off the field and give the ball back to their offense. So there are still a lot of holes. The focus for much of this season, to begin this season, was the health of Joe Burrow. Now that appears to be okay, but there are still a lot of problems with this team. Uh, I mentioned in my power ratings making the Cincinnati Bengals a one and a half point favorite. When I crunch the stats, I actually make the Buffalo Bills a pretty good sized favorite in this game. I don't think the Josh Allen shoulder injury is going to be an issue. They were very efficient in moving the ball last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have a pretty decent defense. Uh, and they also get a little extra rest here, having played that game on a Thursday. Now, I, I do believe the Bills are the right side here. I, I think they have a great chance to win this game outright. I'd be a little surprised if they didn't. But as betters, we don't necessarily want to take two points. We want to get that full three. So let's go ahead and add this to the teaser leg and get a very comfortable eight points with the Buffalo Bills, taking them up to plus eight with Cleveland down to minus two. And I think we can get home a winner. Several things here, Brady. First of all, uh, I mean, so many reps, you know, whether it's uh, starting or with the ones in preparation for Dobbs. So midseason for Clayton Toon, you know, th this is a tough assignment here. And look, Cleveland, probably their biggest spread the rest of the way at home here against Arizona. So at four and three, they, they, they can't fool around. They've got to take advantage of this. Uh, Walker, that was a tough one there. Down 14 nothing. they take the lead, and then the the, the interception off of the uh, helmet of Jamal Adams uh, sets up Seattle for the winning score. But I like the way they came back there. But the early start on Sunday for the Cleveland-Arizona game, and then you got the Sunday night football start for Buffalo and Cincinnati. So if we have that, so we got that teaser working, is there any entertainment? Because I'm more of a, a 
middle hedge guy, sure. you know, more, not sure. just a hedge, give money back, but looking for middle opportunities. One in game, a sort of a, a general approach is anywhere from twenty five to fifty percent of my original bet, uh, depending on how the game, the you know, the game flow. But do you entertain that thought of all of when, when, if you've got half of that teaser set going into maybe Sunday night football? I do, Jimmy, and I think it is best practice to play teasers that way. Don't play them uh, when they're kicking off at the same time. To stagger them. Yeah, yeah. If you're able to, you know, let's say we've got Thursday night football with the Tennessee Titans. I like teasing them up to plus eight and a half. And then you roll that with a game on Sunday or or an early game on Sunday into a late game on Sunday. Now, it's not always going to work that way, but you give yourself an opportunity. So let's say we get Cleveland home. They win by three, four, ten points, whatever it is. They cover their leg of the teaser. And then you can go ahead and hedge a little bit with Cincinnati money line. And like you say, possibly win all of your bets there. Get Buffalo home on the teaser plus eight. Maybe Cincinnati wins the game by two, three points, whatever. Everybody's a winner. So yeah, no, I, I think giving yourself those opportunities is a good practice. You don't want to just be blind to it. You, you want to be aware of that. And, and I wouldn't necessarily just structure my teaser because I want to have that situation. I mean, you always want to go with what you feel is the best bet but if you if you have maybe four or five different teaser options that you like maybe try and structure it that way so you give yourself that opportunity uh, even if you you, you don't you just want to see, uh, see maybe even 10 percent, just to kind of give yourself an idea of how that feels keep in mind as opposed to once the game starts once those games starts it's not just minus 10 on both sides with the vig too I mean, that juice expands, you know, oh, considerably yeah. as far as the end game is concerned, as far as you, if you're a traditional kind of end game hedge slash middle guy uh, as well. All right. So Cleveland and Buffalo, your teaser there. Three best bets for Brady each and every week uh, right here on the Sports Betters Paradise. For Brady Cannon, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.